Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Our panelists. Adelina Marshall, VA Mental Health RN. She is a nurse supreme. She actually helps our veterans, has been doing this for quite some time, and uh, helps them every day to stay on the course of a good mental health and has been doing some things that um, are really astounding for our veterans. So we have to honor her for her service to our veterans. Uh, the discussion today will be uh, being aware and knowledgeable regarding your health care so, Adelina, tell us what is going on with this healthcare thing. What should we be aware of? Oh, I wanted to uh, thank everybody for having us. Um, due to COVID, a lot of our listeners and our veterans um, became isolated, depressed, and they turned to substance use. Alcohol is one of them. So I wanted to make everyone available of the medication and a treatment for alcoholism and substance abuse available at the VAs. And one of the medications that we use for uh, alcohol withdrawal and to help our veterans um, refrain from indulging in alcohol is now Trexon, N-A-L-T-R-E-X-O-N-E. It's um, it's a pharmacological treatment for substance use disorder Mm -hmm. and availability, safety, and success of this medication for alcohol use are um, a good reason for us to get the word out to all our listening audiences, especially to our veterans, that help is available. And we know that this last almost two years have been very trying on actually, I'll say the whole world, but especially on our veterans, and that they may have those that we're trying to um, refrain from drinking may have some comfort to that due to the isolation and activities and and other things. So I want to just make sure Mm -hmm. that they all know that the VA is here and we do offer treatment for them. As far as education, I also wanted to address the biases, unconscious and conscious biases, and with the pharmacists and how they're educating um, the minority um, customers that they serve. Uh, one of it is the pamphlets that they offer, understaffing, where they won't or can't take a lot of time to educate um, their patients, our patients, on uh, on their medical use and the medication that is being prescribed to them. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm saying um, Juteens made me just think about the education that we all need to have and we need to take the time to investigate what is available to us for our care, how it is available, how it affects us, And even the pharmaceuticals, um, you know, I'm looking at their recruitment of minorities, the uh, investment of time, and also the research that they do for minority care. There's many medications that are researched, but it does, during the research period, some of that was not researched 
in our community and for the mm-hmm. effectiveness on, on um, the minority population. Yeah, because we had, we had uh, talked about that in an earlier show about the need to participate in, uh, you know, in uh, clinical studies and trials. Um, we were talking earlier today about prostate cancer uh, particularly, but also for breast cancer, other uh, medical conditions. Uh, by not being in the clinical trials, you're not even sure if these pharmaceuticals are as effective in you as a subpopulation, right? Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, uh, since you just mentioned about um, prostate cancer, mm-hmm. there was um, medication that was just uh, approved yesterday. Oh. Um, a cancer drug uh, received the U.S. FDA um, breakthrough designation, and that's uh, Novartis. N O V A R T I S. It's a prostate cancer drug. And it's supposed to be pretty effective in latent treatment of prostate cancer. Okay, boy, is, is that one of the uh, one of those uh, antibody things, the monoclonal kind of thing, or immunotherapy? Um, you know, I didn't research it that much. I just saw yesterday the release came out, but oh. there is a lot going on with that. Um, but it's just a new drug that was just approved yesterday. So wow, we can that. research yeah. that and, and discuss it later. While we're talking about prostate cancer, we certainly want to encourage all of our listeners and um, women, encourage is tomorrow's Father's Day, encourage your loved ones, uh, your sons, uncles, fathers to get tested for prostate um, for minority patients, and particularly blacks, they should be tested earlier, probably starting in their 40s. Yeah, you know, because actually yesterday uh, we talk about Juneteenth Day was yesterday, but it was also, you know, the um, you know rec- uh, Prostate Cancer Recognition Day, so Wear Blue Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's really timely that you're bringing that <laughs> bringing that uh, into focus. Um, so what are the kinds of healthcare things should we be thinking about? You know, as veterans, uh, we do have, you know, diabetes out there and high blood pressure. And why is it so important for veterans to really have their focus on their health care? Well, our veterans have been exposed to a lot, um, whether they were on ships, um, in the war, um, supplying war, supplying other areas with equipment. And some of those equipments and um, sprays and things that were used, they may not have known back when they were handling that that it, it could have impacted their health. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that our veterans uh, come in for their yearly checkup, have a primary care doctor, and to follow up. The VA has a lot of programs. They do a lot of research that benefits our veterans. And I, as a, a person who has to use private insurance, it does not compare to what the VA offers to our veterans. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have pharmacists here, nutritionists, um, all kind of doctors, specialists, that if you're having a problem, this is the place to come because you don't have to wait to come in. You can walk in. Even if you don't have an appointment, you can walk in and be seen. And then your primary care doctor will refer you to the other specialties that um, you may need to follow up with or 
that you feel you have a problem with. And then, um, you know, come in and get your blood work, get your exams. So that early detection for mostly every kind of medical issue helps to prolong your life, if not to save your life. Yeah, because my, my, you know, my niece actually was walking with her today, and she just wanted to get her blood pressure checked. So we were, you know, close to a pharmacy. So we walked in, and they said, "Well, do you have, uh, you know, do you have uh, healthcare insurance?" And she said, "Well, I just want to check the blood pressure because the the machine they had there really uh, wasn't accurate. It was going, you know, she checked it twice, and it was told two totally different numbers, right? Yeah. And so she just said, "Well, can they can you check my blood pressure?" And they were saying, "Well, you know." Uh, uh, you can check into the computer, the computer screen, but we don't have any appointments today. Uh, you may have to come back, uh, you know, <laughs> tomorrow. And, and I was like, you know, all you have to do is put a cuff on and take a blood pressure. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. But see, at the VA, we, we wouldn't no, this, do that. Yeah, yeah, they won't. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, but yeah. I I personally feel that anytime you see a healthcare professional, so even going to the dentist, they should check your blood pressure. Because blood pressure, today you might be fine, and then tomorrow your blood pressure um, may be up, and that could be the start of where you might need to have medication to manage that. So um, I, I wish that they would just have those machines and everything available. There used to be machines you can walk into a drugstore and put your arm in it and you know get a blood pressure reading. Yeah, and it, and they had that one there, but you know she actually checked her blood pressure the first time, and it was like uh, one thirty over, uh, 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 it was like ninety four, and then she said, "Well, let me check it again because I'm kind of nervous." And the second time she put it, in, it was one fifty eight over, you know, one twelve, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, you know, in two seconds it was like right. So so right. so well, so, those baseline numbers one thirty over yeah. eighty or so, but. After it starts going up past that, that's when they start looking now mm-hmm. at um, at your blood pressure and seeing if you need any um, management of that. Of right. course, right. cutting out salt mm-hmm. and processed foods mm-hmm. contribute to having a more healthy blood pressure. Yes, yes. And so, you know, we, we need to also be aware of that, um, especially the summers here. We want to have parties and picnics and... Some of the quicker foods are processed foods that we will defer to, and we have to start being more aware of the salt contents of the things that we are ingesting. Not to take away having a you know a, a good barbecue or something. And once occasional, right? Occasional, <laughs> occasional, and even if you're cooking barbecue, you can still lower the salt content that you're placing on these foods. Yeah, so we can't eat that pint of ice cream every night, right? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Certainly cannot. Although they have fat-free ice cream now, and they have ice cream made out of healthier products. So when you're when you're going down the line and you're craving for something and you're in the supermarket there, you know, head for the um, healthier aisles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the vegan section and all that? Yeah, I've, I've been a vegan for about the last um, almost three years now. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I've been uh, doing that, and it's actually remarkably changed my blood chemistries and how uh, how I feel. It uh, does. Yeah, yeah. And, and while so, we're 
um, discussing Juneteenth and everything, we have to understand that Mm -hmm. the foods that we've grown accustomed to eating and the taste buds that develop those tastes that, you know, we enjoy having, a lot of that came from slavery. And so, again, education, education, education. Eat more green in your diet, you know, fill that plate up with those collard greens and turnip greens yeah. and, you know, cut back on some of the other things. Uh, have that sweet potato. Yeah, because I know when I was overseas, I was exposed to all kinds of chemicals, all kinds of stuff out there. And, you know, that that's really why I started getting into this health path because I could feel my health slipping. And, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, uh, if I have some toxic stuff inside of me. I need to have more antioxidants. I need to have fresh fruits and vegetables and, you know, things that are actually going to help my body fight against whatever I was exposed to. Right. This is a, this is a good time, too, to load up on fresh fruits and vegetables, um, blueberry, blackberries. You can actually put the whole container in the freezer, and then when you um, – I put it over my uh, yogurt, but if you do smoothies, you can just have that fresh fruit right there. Yeah. It doesn't go bad. You could just stick it in the freezer, and uh, you'll be surprised after you bring it out for a few minutes – is um, defrost and is very good to put in, you know, on different, even on your cereals and stuff. Just get used to eating the darker vegetables or darker fruits um, and prolong your life. Be around for those who love you to love you a little bit longer. Fantastic. That's a, that's a beautiful message. <laughs> people need to listen to that. Uh, so, so, you know, what is it that people can do? Where can people go to find out more about their health care? Because I know there, there is a lot when you go into the VA, you know, the nurses are very, very helpful. Uh, you know, the docs are helpful as well. But you get, you get information uh, even in the radiology department. They have all kinds of flyers and, and things, exp- explanations and knowledge about what's going on, how's your health care uh, being treated. So, you know, what do veterans need to know? Where can they get this information? And first of all, they need to do what you would say, exactly what you said, a year, at least a yearly uh, visit, you know, for a, a health checkup. So um, you can come and get registered at the VA if you're not registered. You can go online and you can find the number to your local VA. Some of you may be in uh, Crown Point areas or listening in from other cities. So you could just um, go online and get the number to your local VA. You can call and make an appointment. But, you know, if you're just in the neighborhood and, and you got a few few. I won't say a few minutes, but a little time, mm-hmm. walk on in and register and set up appointments. We're, we're here. We are available to you. This is a 24-7 uh, operation here. Mm-hmm. So, And if you need emergency care, come to the VA. We have emergency department. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. and see us. Yes. Yeah, very good emergency department, mm-hmm. by the way. That <laughs> um, They really have a lot of caring people. Uh, they understand veterans as well. You know, one of our earlier shows, we were talking about this whole issue of the slippery slope of privatization and, you know, going to places where they don't understand veterans and they don't know what you've been through. Uh, they don't know your history. They don't know your, you know, um, occupational exposures and what you actually did. Um, and, and so, you know, I really feel like the VA is a, is a good home for our veterans and, uh, so, you know, what what types of uh, services do you think 
people can take, you know, avail themselves of at the VA, you know, like a general description of some of the things that you think? Well, we have general practitioner, we have mental health, we have um, substance abuse, we have dual diagnosed programs, uh, we have uh, surgical, we have a surgical suite here at, at Jesse Brown. We do dialysis here. We have um, two units. Um, for, for our dialysis patients, inpatient and outpatient. Um, our nurses are so dedicated. I mean, they embrace our veterans like they're our family members. I have actually experienced and I feel that way myself. And so whatever problem you have, we have specialists at the VA that can handle that. Now, if we don't have it at Jesse Brown, we have Heinz, we have North Chicago. They will um, get you there. They will get you in. Um, even certain treatments, I have seen where, you know, they'll they'll send the patients out for that treatment and, par- and provide the transportation there and back. So there is nothing that you can have wrong with you that the VA will not be able to address it. And if we don't have those specialties in-house, then um, they will get that specialist for you. And as far as COVID vaccine, we're still offering that. And the VA now is also offering COVID vaccines to um, the children of veterans if they meet that age group criteria. I think it's 12 to 17 or so. So they they even have that available. So we want to care for our vets, but they have to allow us to care for them, and they have to know that we're here, and they have to know that we welcome them, and we want them to come here. We use that private sector. Mm -hmm. We don't time the doctors or the nurses um, delivering care to our veterans. If you go to private sector, no. you can't sit up there with them for a half an hour and no. and talking to them <laughs> and no, no, it's not. But yeah. here at the VA, well, you can sit you can sit in the room for a half hour, hour, and then they see you in for the five waiting minutes. room. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. They want to touch you so they can be paid and then get you out there because they got the insurance companies monitoring how many um, patients that they are seeing. But we don't have that in the VA. So I'm not time. If I have to go in a patient's room and spend a half an hour with them, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just need to let the other staff know I'm going to be there with them. They, right, right, you know, right, I, right. they need to see, see somebody, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we educate. We can take our time offering them that education. And we also are advocates for the patients. So we don't just view ourselves as delivering you care, high by. We are your advocate. We will go to bat if we think you're not getting what you need. Fantastic. You know, and, you know, uh, one of the things is that we also have to say happy Father's Day to all of our veterans. Yeah. Uh, and some, some of them are homeless and, and that kind of thing, but they are still people that help to support this country and, um, you know, God bless them for, you know, for what they do. No, well, the VA also have programs for homeless vets. Oh, yes. You know, okay. come, and, come and see us. We have social workers here. We have, mm-hmm. we're affiliated with other programs throughout the state, throughout the country. You know, every VA, no matter where they're situated, we have partners 
in that care. So we don't want our veterans to be homeless. Yeah. We do offer we do offer information and support um, and even housing for those who qualify. Yeah, I would love to do another show with you, uh, Adele, on because uh, you started out with isolation, depression, and all that, but on the stress of COVID nineteen, what it's done to people. Uh, that would be a phenomenal topic because you know, we know suicide has gone up and uh, those kinds of things, that drug addiction, as you were mentioning. Uh, but we we need to do a show on talking about those particular implications. Um, I'm working on a project right now with the First Ladies Health Initiative. Oh. We, uh, so on Monday and Tuesday of uh, this coming week, the 21st and 22nd, and the 28th and 29th, I'm going to reach out to you because we are doing some things there, about 102 uh, churches that will be a part of that. But you, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, we're running out of time. Sure. So people can go to VA.gov, you think? VA.gov. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can and pull it up. I, I know almost every vet I see has a phone now, mm-hmm. and they're um, very proficient in getting the information. So please look it up and the area that you're in because this um, this program is being heard all over the country and and the world. So we just want you to be aware of what's there. Just reach out to your local VA, and we're here to assist you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, National Nurses United. Uh, uh, Adelina Marshall, you are a a nurse extraordinaire. I tell you that because I know you do uh, phenomenal things uh, over at the VA. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.